Well, guys, good news. Actually, there's two bits of good news. One is that there is uh, work happening directly outside my office door. So if you hear that low-grade motor hum, that's because they're doing stuff. And even better... Today's episode is sponsored by Hooked on Phonics. For over 30 years, more than 5 million kids have learned to read using Hooked on Phonics. And now, they are proud to introduce their exciting new digital reading program. The award-winning Hooked on Phonics app is highly effective, incredibly fun, and designed for your child by top educators. With over 200 songs, games, and eBooks they can read on their own, kids will be excited to use the app day after day. With Hooked on Phonics, your child will learn to read. Download the Hooked on Phonics app free from iTunes, Google Play, or Amazon today. Or go to hookedonphonics.com slash car, that's C-A-R, for an exclusive offer. Well, I'm John Wilson. There's no construction going on here that I know of. I'm Lex Friedman, and I, too, am an exclusive offer. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, whatever. I'm John Armstrong. Meat and lunch. I don't really care. <laughs> Welcome to turning this car around. Like a low grade motor. Yep. Wow. Or machine. What did you say? Machine. <clears throat> yeah. machine. Whatever. Yeah. It's all of the above. What are they? Uh, what are they grading? <laughs> the hallway. Um. They are. Uh, no. This is. Uh, this is right outside the the house. This is landscaping. It's ah. the, the last phase. We have no landscaping. We have nothing. Not a not a tree. Not a shrub. So we're putting some landscaping in. Hmm. Wait, you have grass though, don't you? We do have grass. Okay, but that's it. Just grass on mm-hmm. all sides. So we're putting in and some patio pool. situation. Okay. Well, we just we just put in the pool, and now we're going to do the patio around the front and the back. Then we're done. <laughs> okay. Um, are you putting in a bomb shelter? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny mm-hmm. that we will be using a bomb shelter. Under the pool. <laughs> Are you putting in um, a John Goodman-esque 10 Cloverfield Lane <laughs> oh, creepy, <man>. insane <laughs> style living that quarters? That came the house. Yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I would hope that, that would be the case. Yeah. That's what he's talking when he talks about his theater. <clears throat> yeah. Quote, unquote. Right. It's a theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like, or, a, or really, or really, a prison of the mind. Sounds like a prog rock album. <laughs> yeah, you just got the got the terms confused. Mm. Oops, I made a prison of the mind instead of a theater of the mind. <laughs> Is Let's he on say, this podcast anymore? I, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I I don't have any idea what you guys are talking about. Okay, uh, that's just as well. Probably good. Although, I'm is this thinking, trailer trash? We're gonna no. we're gonna talk about trailers right now. Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're not saying anything, we're talking about trailers. Right, right. I'm here. I'm I'm engaged. <laughs> I just I don't I, I knew John Goodman, but then you talked about a movie I didn't. Ten Cloverfield Lane. I don't know that one. It's a good movie. Uh, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Did you yeah. like it, John? I I did. Yeah. Yeah. I would not show it to kids. So there's the parenting no, advice for that not. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not for kids. That's not not for the kids. Particularly not your kids. And John Goodman's very creepy in that movie. Super creepy. Creepier than when he played Linda Tripp on Saturday Night Live? No. No. That was not creepy. Not that creepy. That was awesome. Okay. Just just checking. That sounds terrible, but okay. No, no, it was it was good. It was funny. Um, because if you recall, the Linda Tripp recordings had her like eating you could tell she was eating something. And he was doing that part of it as well. So he was like, he had this giant bucket of chicken that he was eating. It was pretty awesome. Mm. And it was not a kind uh, impersonation of Ms. Oh, Trump. I'm sure. 
<laughs> oh, really? They got John Goodman to do a woman and it wasn't a kind? Okay. Yeah, not kind. Not kind. Huh. I guess I got, a diff- I, got, I got a different take on that then. All right. So <clears throat> I just want to say a couple of things about summer camp because we're, we're in the last week, the last week of camp for my girls. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Mine too. And Saturday was visiting day. And it rained for 30 minutes like I've nothing I've ever seen. I mean, rivers appeared out of nowhere. The horses were no longer available to be looked at, touched, or in any way acknowledged. <laughs> and, but my well, horses are notoriously <laughs> water soluble. Yes. Right. They, they vanished. So. No, like apparently umbrellas spook them. I did not know that, but uh, umbrellas really. Yeah, that's that's kind of the curse they're saddled with. Mm. Oh, oh, you guys say nay to that that's one? That's an unbridled, oh, horribly <laughs> rendered joke. There it goes. It's happening. You quite believe it's not butter. Okay, continue. So the horses are unavailable. This podcast nay! is going. This podcast is going to need some Mister Editing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ouch! Oh my god! That's it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> so, good night everybody puns aside my oldest is having a great time she's she was she has apparently had a cold but she's still having a great time and they have a an award that they give out every week and she won that award which is for like who's, you know, ha- most, who's having most the most awesome. fun yeah well it's the most awesome camper so it's the person who gets along with others who okay. you know it's nice, and I don't <laughs> they know. They have a least awesome camper. I might have had a chance, a shot um, at that. I think the least awesome is voted off the island. Most, most wants and, to go home. Yeah, in a fire ceremony. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, she's doing great though, and um, I was a little nervous. Um, she's had some anxiety about storms in the past, and uh, they like the second day they had this monster storm. No problem. So. It was also good to see the gear that I bought for her in action, like the rain boots and the poncho, like boom. So how are you getting this information? If there's a uh, information blackout, they're sending you, exactly. they're faxing you. It um, was visiting day. The gear types of uh, <laughs> on visiting day. Okay. Yeah. No, there's a t- I have a telegraph line hooked up and mm-hmm. it's um, mm-hmm. Morse code. Mm-hmm. Is, does the camp release a daily podcast? <laughs> Welcome to the summer camp podcast brought to you by Audible. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought to you by Oreo, more like, and or Skittles and mm-hmm. Twizzlers. Um, oh. Brought to you by learning to say the F word. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. why I learned That's not an actual thing that you can advertise. Mm. They don't advertise and make, and make money for, but it's a site. Yeah. Camp, no, camp podcast uh, might do it. But, but it was great to see the girls. Everyone's doing great. And, um, everyone survived and marlo had a very loose tooth it was her first top tooth very loose very loose sunday morning it fell out literally fell out whoa just fell out and um we made an arrangement with the tooth fairy that the tooth fairy paid her some money but she was allowed to keep the tooth take it to utah and hopefully the tooth fairy will visit her again and this time take the tooth why on earth why not just to get the tooth gone right away uh her mother i think has a special attachment with Ah, that tooth i see and i wanted to you know i didn't want to yeah i don't want to interrupt the narrative too much but i just want to come in and mention that anya lost a tooth uh over the this past weekend and um usually i'm i'm around when the tooth loss happens i was out uh and (laughs) 
So when I'm around when the tooth is set, I typically set a reminder on my phone. Hey, just remind me about uh, texting the tooth fairy tonight at 11 p.m. or so. Right. So that I can remember to take mm-hmm. care of business. Mm-hmm. Did not do that. Make sure that it was, uh, it was a weekend visited. morning. So on the, the, that morning, usually I let Lauren sleep in and it's like seven o'clock and I, the kids get up at, so it must've been seven thirty because the kids get up at seven fifteen on the weekends. That's when they're allowed to use their iPads. And I woke up Lauren, I'm like, did you do the tooth fairy stuff? And she's like, uh, no. And so it's two parents caught quietly in the room. We know that Anya's already checked and been disappointed. Then I'm like, Lauren, check your phone. And Anya had texted her saying the tooth fairy didn't come. I don't know why, which was like the saddest texts you could ever imagine. <laughs> oh, and God. so we're game planning and we're like, we figured it out. And so Anya had specifically hoped that Periwinkle, uh, a tooth fairy that she read about or heard about at some point would be the one to come. <laughs> so we write a note that's, um, hi, I'm, I forget what his name, like, like Terry Winkle, Periwinkle's new, uh, tooth fairy in training. Did mm. I do this right? Cause oh, like, no. first tooth that <laughs> I'm collecting. Awesome. congratulations. And then we left it like outside her door. And I'm like, so I'm texting on like, are you sure? And so now the tricky thing is Lauren's got to sneak it to the door and we don't want anybody to open the door and catch her. So I'm texting right. on you like, really? Did you check all the way under the pillow so that you won't go to the door? Right? You got to stay at your iPad and text me back. So Lauren like tiptoes over there and plans it there in front of the door. And then Anya comes out. She's like, it, it wasn't there. I'm like, I'll meet you at your room. She opens the door. She doesn't see it at all. And all I want is for her to notice it so that I'm not the one pointing out. She doesn't notice it. So I'm looking around and she won't notice it. And so finally, as I leave her, I'm like, hey, what's this on the floor? Right. And then she saw it. So she, they were accepting, but um, it was an incident. Yeah. That was yeah, why. We did that. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. No, no, no. no, no, no yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. It's a very we had the recovery. same thing. And basically, I mean, he looked around. He didn't see it. He got up. He went downstairs and he was like, and he seemed disappointed, but he didn't seem like crushed. Um, this was a number of years ago, but um, I just, I just went upstairs and put, <laughs> put it in there. Like, let's look again. <laughs> Just, why don't we go? Why don't we go look again? And so, oh, there so it is. It's possible you suck at looking. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that seemed like a better message to send. I, I think yeah. isn't that true? the truth, right? The lies parents tell, <laughs> right? It's Who true though. Most about, kids, nobody wants to know about that. Most kids yeah. do suck at, at at looking, though. I mean, let's be honest. They sure they're not. Oh, yeah. nope. <laughs> and so they hear rustling of a candy object or some kind of junk food item. Then it's like, right. Then it's like radar. They are bat sonar right there. Right. Yep. What are you he eating? On. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the problem with the tooth fairy situation in Brooklyn was that there wasn't a clear communication between me and my girlfriend about procedures <laughs> and oh, my boy. girlfriend covered it really well and i had it was a mess it was a little bit of a mess and then but she was a little concerned uh, about she couldn't find the tooth initially and i was in the shower or something like that and then um i came out and she was like i have five dollars but i don't know where my tooth is and so i walked in the bedroom and i said well let's look and see and sure enough it was in the same ziploc snack bag that um it was in the day before where we put it for safekeeping so crisis averted and um yeah but i'll tell you what at summer camp it was really funny because on visiting day because uh the weather cleared up beautiful afternoon and marla would take her tooth and twist it and then leave it there in a twisted i'm gonna puke no we can't talk about this nope 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 nope. it looks so freaky and so 
Lita oh, wanted God, to pull it. God. Lita wanted to pull the tooth. And so she was leaning in and then she would like touch it and she'd like get all squeamish and freaked out and back away. But she really wanted to pull it. And there were other campers who we had just met. Lita knew, but we had just met and they wanted to pull it also. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> Marlo loved being the center now, of attention for that, by the way. When you do the camp visiting, and you, you, it sounds like you stayed overnight, right? No. Um, we. It's an hour and a half oh, drive. Oh, is it just a day? It's an hour and a half drive. Oh, okay. So we drove over, and then th- then that night we went up to Westchester to crash at my girlfriend's mom's place and take Marlo uh, swimming at a awesome pool that they have yeah. close to there. So, yeah. When you were at your girlfriend's mom's house and they have that awesome pool, it sounds like the swimming was great, but how did you sleep? Not as good <laughs> as I would have liked, Lex. Nice. Well, listen, John and John, <laughs> summer is flying. I want to make sure I'm enjoying it to the fullest, which is why I care about getting my best quality sleep. And that is why I love, that's love with an L, an O, a V, and an E, my sleep number bed. All right. I sleep in the sleep number bed most of the time. Only when I'm traveling for work do I not, and I miss my sleep number bed every day. In fact, I have a work trip starting tomorrow as I record this, and I know I'm going to be sleeping on a crappy hotel bed, dreaming of my sleep number bed, which is currently at sleep number setting uh, 90. Whoa. My sleep IQ score last night was, get this, 93. So I don't know if either of you gentlemen who both sleep on sleep number beds can beat that, but at around 11.06, I was like, boy, I am exhausted. Lauren, if I go to sleep right now, I'm going to fall asleep instantly, which is exactly what I did. She didn't come up for another hour. She was watching uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> but I was asleep. Did you guys, you guys have your scores handy or no? I do. Uh, my setting is 65. And okay. my average weekly score for this week is 76. Not bad. Not, not, not bad. Not bad. That's okay. I don't have mine. I'd have to turn my and, phone off of um, airplane oh, mode to get yeah, it. And it would, it would interfere with everything. Yeah. So. Well, Can't listen, the sleep. It. But I think bed. I slept pretty well last night. And it, like you, I am traveling soon, and I'm like, ah, man, this is not going to be good. I am going to miss this bed. And you know why you're going to miss the bed? It's because the sleep number bed lets you choose your ideal firmness and change it. Each exactly. side adjusts, making it the perfect bed for couples, at least if those couples share a bed. If you're one of those staid couples, then you probably just get two smaller <laughs> sleep number beds. With optional sleep IQ technology, <laughs> the bed tracks your sleep. Exactly. <laughs> the bed tracks your sleep so you know what to adjust for your best quality sleep, like your sleep number setting. In fact, according to sleep IQ research, people who adjust their sleep number setting are 58% more likely to have improved sleep quality. So, you know, my sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was, was 91, 91. A queen sleep number mattress with sleep IQ technology starts at only $1,099.98. That's a great value. No better sleep. Sleep number beds and sleep IQ technology are only available at any of the 475 sleep number stores nationwide. Go there. Go to a sleep number store. Look it up and go. And be sure to tell them Lex with turning this car around sends you. You can mention John and John, but they don't know those guys. They know me. I've been to every sleep number store and I've been in every bed. <laughs> That's not true. But go to sleep number <laughs> stores. Look them up on their website and be sure to tell them Lex with turning this car around sends you. Thanks, sleep number. Thanks, sleep number. Um, yeah, I'm, dre- I'm dreading the uh, I'm dreading the hotel bed ru- bed just already. Like, just, yeah. yeah, right. The yeah. unadjustable hotel bed. Um, Lex, I have a vision of you driving around the country, taking pictures of all the sleep number stores, and then having a website where you talk with great detail about every little aspect of the store. You remember that guy who did that with the Apple stores? He drive around like he went well, to every right, opening yeah. for like years and years. It's crazy. It was amazing. He would huh. you know, devote his time. Anyway, not so funny. I'm going to cut this all out. Okay. 
<laughs> now, John, you gave us homework shortly after we recorded our last episode. Oh, do you remember? Probably not. It was an article from the Atlantic about how helicopter parents cause binge drinking. Yes. The article drew a comparison, since you barely seem to remember your sending this out. The article drew a comparison between what uh, it termed, uh, uh, what was the positive one? Um, Good parents Mm -hmm. uh, who think that alcohol is dangerous for young people and try to have a a rule system that you don't drink. And get real parents who think that, you know, high schoolers are going to drink, so you got to figure out a way for them to do it safely. And I believe, it was a a lengthier article than I was expecting when I started reading it five minutes before we started recording, but I believe that the article's thesis was essentially get real parents who acknowledge that drinking is going to happen, who help their kids train earlier to understand what drinking is, or maybe even let them drink to excess so they puke and then be like, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore, that those parents... Uh, train their kids at a younger age, don't do this stuff. And the parents who are a little bit more militant about it, make their kids wait until college and stuff to experiment or really sneak out and pound as much alcohol as they possibly can. And so it's all the parents fault. I think that's what the article's point was. Is that right? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Very good. It's a good recovery. Um, here's and, the thing. Uh, where do you guys fall on this? <laughs> okay. I just want to say this. Um, I Same. don't like the good parents. I don't like the distinction about quote good parents and then right. the, and then uh, get real. I don't like get that. real parents. To me, that's yeah. I don't like that distinction. Uh, first of all, and second of all, I, I, I'm I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this a lot on the show about how how to handle introduction of alcohol to our teen children how that's going to look, what that's going to look like or not look like. And I read another one that talked about how, uh, we may have talked about it where drinking was done, uh, surreptitiously and, and on away, away from home. Like as a teenager, you typically would do, you would drink away from your parents and away from your house. And that there was a benefit to that and that you learned risk you know, risk, uh, benefit analysis. And, um, you learned also that binge drinking isn't good. <laughs> Maybe it's not, by the way, it's not, no, no. it's not, but I, I don't know. Like I hate that. I hate the broad generalization basically is what I'm getting at here. Yeah. Did you I agree? I also don't think you? like, I mean, I don't know. There's a, there's a strange, like, even if you drink at home, I mean, even your parents let you drink at home, there's a, uh, I mean, unless you're just going to like constantly like almost force them or entice them to drink a lot. It seems that the instances of binge drinking at home are going to be pretty small. I mean, I I was allowed to drink as I got into high school, I think. Um, Plus, I mean, back then the drinking age was 18 and I was obviously allowed to drink when I turned 18 and I turned 18, you know, early in my senior year of high school. So uh, I did drink at home, but I didn't. You know, it's sitting around with my parents. I wasn't like doing quarters or playing beer pong or anything. I mean, I wasn't doing any of these activities that are stupidly designed to pump more alcohol into your body. Um, I had to wait for college for that. <laughs> so I didn't figure out until then anyway, even though I was allowed to drink before then, that binge drinking was not a, not a brilliant. Yeah. It took a college education. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'll never forget freshman year of college. 
walking up to, it was pledge week or or actually it was pre pledge week. And so the houses were all open and I had a, a buddy who was like a legacy Sigma Chi. So we show up, he's like, come on over. So we, we show up and it's like, there's a cover to get in and they're serving up to whoever. There's no carding or there's nothing. It was just like, yeah, 50 cents for beer. And we're like, uh, can't, this is the best thing that there ever is. Of course we should pledge this. You know, like we, for about two hours, I was convinced I was going to be in a fraternity mm-hmm. um, just so I could get cheap beer, but that didn't <laughs> last long. And, um, I think one of the things that I saw with my peer group growing up was that everybody was very most, mostly careful. And to most of them had already had the like embarrassing drunk in their high school years. And Mm -hmm. some of that was kept away from me because of my religion. Like they didn't want me to judge them or whatever. So they, they would typically drink not around me. But then as yeah. I got older, that was like, they, they were like, whatever, screw you. We're just going to drink. And so and I was actually going to join them because I wanted to see what the big deal was. <laughs> Didn't care about the religion so much. And yeah, uh, I mean, I cared, but not enough. So anyway, the article makes a point of saying that kids are being raised to be successful and that that lifestyle of being overbooked and overworked means that you know like you work hard you play hard and that in their minds college students who've been raised like this have this like drinking is you know if i can drink more than anybody else faster that's better and i i, I don't know about that either did you guys no yes no i i don't know i don't know how i feel about any of this like I really don't know how we're going to handle the drinking situation. I will say my parents were like, you know, you don't drink underage. And for a long time, I did not like I was, I was a listener, if you will. And, um, eventually I did start drinking underage, but it was my, I guess, junior year of high school. Uh, and it was extremely rare. Um, cause I was often the driver and I didn't, t- I didn't trust any of my friends to not drink when they were the designated driver. It was one of those, I, I made this maybe every high school, but it was one of those situations where the designated driver was like, I'm only going to have three beers cause I'm driving everybody else. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Um, so, uh, I very rarely drank and when I did, I would sleep over <laughs> and um, some heroin. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids. Yeah. I really, I don't know. Yeah. It's, Karen, uh, Karen's parents let her drink and she feels like it didn't work out well. <laughs> So she's kind of she's kind of down on the idea, and I don't feel like it really helped me that much. So I don't know. I mean, I, right now we seem to be pretty much headed towards no, let's not drink until it's legal. So and like we gave my kids really no rules about it yet because they're too young to care. And I told you, my oldest is like, no, I'm going to be a teetotaler. I'm never going to drink alcohol. So mm-hmm. problem solved, I guess. Uh, t- yeah, they're the ones to watch, though. You got to watch out. For that. <laughs> Because they swing hard one way, and then they swing hard the other way. Because they're liars. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's pause for one. Let's let's pause for one minute. Question: Why did the little girl ask for artificial flavors in her snacks? Answer: She didn't. That's why Horizon Organic doesn't put artificial flavors, preservatives, or colors in their foods. Because kids eat food. From organic milk from cows that are raised kindly without the use of growth hormones or antibiotics to super cheesy mac and cheese, Horizon makes food kids love with ingredients that parents love too. And now Horizon has new convenient snacks just in time for back to school. 
My kids love Horizon Organics options from cheddar sandwich crackers to chocolate milk boxes, honey snack grams to smile and strawberry fruit snacks, and even mozzarella cheese sticks. All of which are great, easy options when packing lunches last minute. It makes choosing good food for my family easier. Look for the Horizon Red Snack Boxes in the snack aisle and visit horizondairy.com to see what else Horizon has to offer families. Look for the Horizon Red Snack Boxes in the snack aisle and visit horizon.com to see what else Horizon has to offer families. That's horizon.com. Horizon, grow the kids. So, Lex and John, when does school school start for you guys? Oh my God. School, I think it's a hate crime bringing it up now i know i know i'm aware of that my lawyers have said you know <laughs> go easy. yeah you should you should consult your team before you do that <laughs> i am assuming it doesn't start until the fifth looking at the calendar which would be the first monday no not the fifth that's labor day or the sixth then could be <laughs> are you asking us because we don't know <laughs> yeah I, i'm asking we just you. know that yeah. you were wrong yeah. not in your school district <laughs> but i would assume that the sixth is a day that could be a day <laughs> Let's see if I district calendar. Hang on, I'm gonna figure this out. Tacoma public. Because in Utah, first day of school, the 22nd of August. Wow, that is not right. Here, oh god, here in Central New Jersey, it's it's September 6th, Tuesday the 6th. Yeah, I think it's gonna be gonna be that way for us. Yeah, the the public schools here are. Are the uh, sixth also? Oh, seventh. Oh, good. You get an extra day. Yeah, teacher workshop day on the Tuesday, the sixth. Teacher workshop. Yeah. Break. Wah, wah. Us too. Yeah. So the seventh. Oh no no we have the teacher workshop uh, earlier. Yeah. I don't know. September sixth feels uh, fine to me. So a month from <laughs> a so month the, from today. Does Utah school year end early? As we record, a little a little less than that. Yeah. Uh, so does your does the utah school get out extra early they get out uh, usually the first week of june end of may usually when i grew up was end of may uh sometimes into june but be like the you know just the first couple of days of june um and i think my girl i think they got out the second or third this year so yes early whole month earlier so interestingly Usually we get off a couple days in November, uh, two or three days, I think two for what they call New Jersey education association week when all the teachers in the, in the state <laughs> do some kind of thing. Union, uh, it's a union meeting, whatever. Yeah. And on every, uh, every, uh, presidential election year. So every four years, it's, it's always around the same week as election day. So they end up saying, you know what? We, we give the kids off here for election day. Um, so you know what we're gonna just do the uh, we're gonna give you the whole week. So this is the the every four year situation where we get that whole week off during NJEA week this year, and so that is when this year's Disney cruise will be. Ah. We're missing zero days of school. Wow! Chew on that, suckers. Okay. And two of Anya's friends are going on the same cruise, so we're gonna have like people she knows on the ship. How freaking great is that? That's awesome. Oh, You'll that's never really see good. Him again, like the whole trip. Yeah. I know. Like the only thing that makes me, I'm sure she'll be great. The only thing I worry about is like, does she know she's still going to have to be mom to the other two kids? Cause I don't give a shit about them <laughs> once we're on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's going to the buffet. 
for seven straight days. You take care. Of yourself. See you later. <laughs> I got a pack of the pens. He's and- opening his mouth under the ice cream dispenser <laughs> and standing. So you guys are on your own. You just I just want like everybody a- to know, including you guys. I uh, thank you. I. Uh, I mimed the whole thing. I just turned my head under the microphone and had mm-hmm. the ice cream. Just like I had the whole thing envisioned. I like to see that level of commitment to a bit. Did you did you ripple the cone a little bit? Like as you kind of go <laughs> up and down to ripple the, you the know, cone that is your mouth. You're right. So, I'm going. I'm going to let that pass, John. And the answer is no. I did not. Because there's some gestures that would be really <laughs> awesome mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. that. I understood what you were throwing down. Mm-hmm. I picked it up. Yeah. Our last day of school, by the way, will be June the 21st. That's yes. a long way from now. Yeah. Wrong. Oh my god! It's so wrong. Can you imagine how how different, how much taller we'll be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll know much more. Like cursive, we'll learn how to do cursive <laughs> writing. Hell you long no, no one teaches cursive. No one learns or teaches cursive. There's none they, of that. At, not happening. At Lita's uh, kindergarten, they taught they taught them to do monkey tails on their letters. What is that? Okay, it's it's like a form of script writing, kind of. And I'm not talking like about Hollywood, cursive? Hollywood block. Yeah, it's like a fake cursive. Yeah, I wasn't talking about script, like a you know spec script or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, they would say do your monkey tail. So every letter that had a little uh, stem on the right hand side would get a little whoop, or like the N would get a little. I here's the thing though, kids are doing cursive writing. Like I'm seeing kids do it, so I don't know yeah. what the deal is. Anya did it, I guess, in third grade or something, and she she loved it. She learned it. They did. I mean, Hank did learn some of it, but they really didn't. It was not heavily stressed at all. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. The worst thing is when I have to sign my name, and because it's so long, I just have a made-up signature yep. that has nothing to do with my actual letter forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of loosely based. My my mom and dad had this crazy thing they would do with the Armstrong with the G. It would dip down and then come back up, and then it would go across the T in the Armstrong. It was kind of a cool thing. But um, mm. I I never perfected that. I tried it for a while, and I was like, this this is not my thing. It's not my jam. My parents' jam. No, I just I never had a very good um, signature. I thought. And so I finally, I just went full crazy and now it's just, it's completely legible squiggle. So do you get, I'll refer refer you to the chart showing the progression of my, (laughs) the downward spiral spiral. John, when you're signing John Armstrong, are you signing Jonathan? Uh, I used to, is that what's making me? I used to. Yeah. See, for me, it's, it's, I've got to go to the Alexander C. Friedman. That's what my name is on all these things. And that's just like, forget about it. You could, you could have a birthday. The school year is over by the time I'm done. So I, <laughs> I definitely sign a line and then like most of an F and then another line. That is my thing. So if you want to forge it, it's basically a line T line. Cause I, I usually give up on the F about three quarters of the way through. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And F is kind of a pain in the ass. Really? The C is pretty good though. The C in the middle, the Alexander C. Friedman and the C is fine. <laughs> We don't write checks like we used to. Is that what I'm getting at? Check writing is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not really something not so that much. happens very often. Writing yeah. at all is is uh, every time I write something, I, I find it very kind of strange, mm-hmm. like not as comfortable as it used to be. Uh, that's why I it, type. Yeah, right. I mean, I type everything now. So, right. 
But I learned I in high school. I think just, like I, just go ahead and put me in the tube. I'm ready um, <laughs> to be taken I, by, by I the Matrix. I do have nice <laughs> lettering ability. I, I typically write in small caps because yes. my lowercase always felt messy. But my, my all caps handwriting is pretty good. <laughs> you're, shouty, you know you're shouty writing? <laughs> yeah. So whenever I have to write the Tooth Fairy notes, it's always I do it with capitals and lowercase because then you can't tell that it's uh, yeah. Oh, I see. My brother always, very strangely, I don't, I'm not sure how he got through school this way. He wrote everything in all caps and he would make like capital letters at the beginning of a sentence or a beginning of a name, just larger. So that's true. That's, small that's caps. what I did. That's true. Small caps. Yeah, exactly. I don't that's know how he got, I don't know how he got out of high school that way. I mean, it's just like, I did it. That's exactly. I mean, I'll tell you how, because the teachers are like, if they complained about it, I was like, okay. And then I would write lowercase and it'd be barely legible. And they'd be like, okay, go back to the way you're doing. It. <laughs> Maybe that was it. You got to work the system, John. I guess so. Sure. Hank is almost ambidextrous. Oh, um, what? He, what? he, well, I think he still favors his he's right hand. He's got one of the two hands all the way down. He still <laughs> the other favors he his handle. right hand. I think he's slightly better with the right hand, but he will, he can use chopsticks with his left hand and he can write with his left hand. Um, he's just not, not quite as clearly as he can with the right hand or as fast. Have I couldn't have even talked begin about handedness to, on the show before? to do it. Cause I, I was born left-handed, but my parents always put the pencil in my right hand. Um, so I write right-handed but I do, I do magic tricks and I bat and I eat uh, left-handed because that's that's hmm. was my dominant hand until they started messing around with it all. When you uh, those bastards. When you mouse, which hand do you use? Uh, right-handed mouse, right-handed master. Interesting. Hmm. When you masturbate, uh, which hand do you use? <laughs> no. Kidding, kidding, joke. God. I don't want to know. Cut that. Nobody wants to know. Uh, I couldn't even come up with a good, funny response. I got nothing. <laughs> I got to hand it to you. Oh, all right. Anya uh, switched. She she was writing with her left hand for most of her childhood. Well, I guess that's not true since her childhood is ongoing. <laughs> um, but she uh, she for for uh, her first couple years of of writing in school was was doing it left handed, then switched on her own. Nobody asked her to. She just did. Now I would say she's full-fledged a righty, but there was a while when she was not. I, I, they don't... I, I don't think they care anymore. Like, I don't think it's a thing. Right? I mean... I think it's much less of a thing, but I still feel like there's a definite right-handed bias. Bias? Mm. Yeah. Mm. In what way? Just the scissors and... Just, I don't know. I guess think people sort of think it's going to be... Life will be easier if you're right-handed. <laughs> Okay, they're, um, they're not wrong. Maybe, which you I know, think. maybe like, they're, true. Not, they're not crazily wrong. Just because, like the, um, you know, the uh, like driving a car a little bit easier if you are uh, right-handed, mm-hmm. the way the cars work these days, and like when you do uh, handwriting, if you're lefty, you got to get all that ink smearing situation because <laughs> your hand is going over. Trust all me, that stuff. I'm a right-hander with your quill, and- with your quill pen. <laughs> yeah, I'm- yeah. I'm a right-hander and I smear ink all the time. It's ridiculous. You know, well, it, let's leave your private life private. Okay. Uh, it's not really private. I'm going to just, he's got videos of it all over the uh, internet. Yeah. I've got a Pornhub channel. Fetish <laughs> channel. <laughs> Filthy ink smearers.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
dipping your pen and smearing it <laughs> everywhere. No, nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> Speaking of dipped pens, how about that Orlando Bloom? Huh? Whoa. Okay. I, I saw that. I saw that mentioned. Podcast. I I did not investigate it further, and I did not tell my wife. <laughs> he's 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 got some heat. Let's just put it that she way. She may have. She may have. You know, found it on her own. Not mentioned it, but she's a private investigator. She found it. <laughs> she already had it. <laughs> what do you think? It, what do you think it came from? She took the picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If she took the picture. She she probably uh, sold it for several. You know, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Hopefully. This is too good not to share. Right. So uh, I have a I have a thing. Um, are you <laughs> worried about sharing photos with family? Like when you take pictures of your kids, and even if they're like not spooky, weird pictures, just normal pictures, are you ever worried that someone from your family is going to share it somewhere wrong? typically huh. no the only thing i ever worry about is if it's a photo that i think could be embarrassing so like if it's just yeah. a regular photo of them whatever i'm not worried about it. if it's a photo that has the potential to mortify the kid in later years that's one that i'm going to be more hesitant or careful about sharing with the internet or with family etc mm. yeah that's that's my take on it i mean I don't, there aren't any naked pictures of hank you know like cute baby naked pictures of hank on the internet <laughs> and we have some there's one of him vacuuming. <laughs> it's hysterical. He's so happy. He's standing there and he's vacuuming and he's, you know, this naked little one and a half year old or something. <laughs> and cherub. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not on the internet. Yeah. I, well, so I get this. So I was backing up my, um, my phone onto Google photos. I'd heard a lot of good things about it. And so, I thought I had moved everything over, but apparently I hadn't because my phone is still in the middle of backing up. I think we're, we're now at 33,000 uh, images left to back up. And Google Photos has a thing called Assistant, which will build things like collages and animations and um, it's great. Edited treatments on photos, which, you know, whatever. But one of the albums that it built, <laughs> there was a time when um, I had texted... Marlo's mother that hey look what I did look what Marlo's doing and she had her little training potty out and was watching TV and so I'm like today I pull up you know Google Photos you have you know there's some new stuff for you in Google Photos click in and I'm at work and there's you know there's this cute picture <laughs> oh cute picture and she's sitting on the toilet awesome and uh, I got thinking about that and like you know maybe that's not the best thing to yeah be, you know I don't know like it's funny but there also i think very you know a lot of i think there needs to be a file called prom date and that that's where it all goes and then you <laughs> you know <laughs> there are definitely there are some there are some pictures where he looks extremely silly um on, particularly on Flickr, but um but not like you know uh, out I, of I, dress not yeah yeah i mean i remember we, when uh, i think with our our firstborn with Anya we had bath time photos and my mom complained because you could see all, like we sent them to my mom they weren't posted on the internet we just texted them or something to my parents and I was like you know this picture she's she's not wearing anything I'm like well that's typically how we do our baths here and <laughs> is your mom ever I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I uh, well I sent my mom um, a new version of the photo with a giant censored bar over it mm -hmm. because that's the kind of person I am. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and she, I think, preferred that one. But uh, 
I, I, I don't know. I, I typically don't worry about it. I just, I, I'm not going to post for sharing any photos that I think that somebody could like hate me for having posted. And I, I, there's a whole broader conversation to be had here about, you know, whether we're sharing too much information about our kids without their, you know, necessary, um, consent without their saying, I approve of you doing this right without their consent. That's the word I was going for. Thank you. Um, but I'm not worried about that. Like, look, it's, it's 2016. What do you want? I'm going to post about how you (laughs) farted and it was funny. I'm like, I'm, um, but your like, privacy is over. There's so much shit. <laughs> right, there's so much shit on the internet that who's ever going to find it? <laughs> like, right. it's, it's buried. Like it's, it's obscurity. Uh, it's security through obscurity. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> That's my perspective. Trust. Hmm. Interesting. Believe me. Sorry. And it's, it's the time Believe of the episode. It's the Trump time now. It's the, of the episode. Oh, no. Believe me. Yeah. No, not that. Uh, I had a friend. A few years ago. <sighs> Look at this guy. Hold on. Shh. We're getting there. <laughs> no. So she had these pictures and she's like, I posted these pictures on Flickr. And I don't understand why this picture of my boys in a bathtub has a lot more views. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> why do you think that could be? And she, in her mind, she just no. thought it was so innocent. And I'm like, well, no. It's, that's just not how the internet works. And it was really wow. shocking that she, and she's a smart person, like not a dummy. She could not grasp that, that was not a thing you should post hmm. on Flickr yeah. for the world to see. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a note for any listeners who might have a question about that. Don't. Unless <laughs> just you want say no. a substantial number of views. And then at that point, From the weirdos. conversation is a, yeah, yeah. It's a whole other conversation. So right. anyway. That's my parents. Oh, wow. That's my Trump parent trip. <laughs> believe me. Hmm. You have all the best tips, John. The Trump mm. parent trip sounds like the worst uh, road <laughs> road movie ever. You're right. We're gonna go to all the best road trip <laughs> destinations. <laughs> Trump Tower. We're gonna Trump drive Casino. up some very huge mountains. <laughs> the Taj Mahal. I take all the best vacations in the Trump mobile. <laughs> And we'll eat from taco style. Isn't that the thing day. that Josh, that, that John, that John rents every uh, every summer to drive the mm-hmm. the girls to camp? Is the trunk? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Can't <laughs> rent it to pick up the girls. Sold out. Had to choose a different vehicle. Oh. Sorry. What'd you get? Is it even going to fit all of you? Nope. We're we have to take two cars. No, that's horrible. But I'm telling you, I I got a big enough vehicle to put the trunks in, basically, and some of the laundry bags. Hopefully most of them. And then uh, my girlfriend's car can carry, you know, so I'll have two kids and all the crap and then she'll have two kids and some crap. Uh, that's, that's what we're, that's our deal. And that, that's coming up Saturday, everybody. All right. Letting you know, just letting you know, I'll give you a report on how the rental right, does. Thank you. We'll be on the road waving to you. Sorry. Say that again. We'll, we'll be on the road waving to you. Now that <laughs> we know it's Saturday, we'll be, we'll be cheering you on. Please. Thank you. <laughs> thank you hey it's, it's a special episode of the show where we can't figure out how to end it <laughs> right <laughs> I thought, I thought dun, we, well, dun, we don't dun, always dun, have a problem dun. but sometimes sometimes we have a problem well let me just say this <laughs> please I think it's important for children to pull their own teeth <laughs> oh god this is disgusting 
I hate teeth so much. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, the loose teeth, they show their mom. They don't show me. I think that's disgusting. Yeah. You're a weirdo. You are a weirdo. Loose no. teeth are awesome. <laughs> I won't even, I won't collect the tooth. I will hide the thing. But if the tooth is like not, if the tooth is, in, is not wrapped up, which only happened once, I won't collect it. That's Lloyd's job. <laughs> if it's in a little bag or whatever. Do you have, all, do you have all the teeth? No, we chuck them. Oh, really? Yeah, I have all of them. <laughs> he if puts them in an envelope. Me, he puts them in an envelope, and he puts them under his pillow. And then the envelope gets replaced with a new envelope that has money in it. Um, <laughs> and I take the em- the envelope with the tooth, and I put it in my closet, <clears throat> and I put the date on it. <laughs> and I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> I agree that it's kind of weird, but I now that I've done it since like you know like we did the first one, it was like oh my god, his first one oh it's such a big deal. We got to save this, and then it's like now I have to save everyone afterward. Hmm. Maybe you should build like a working model of his mouth and like <laughs> of a steamship. No, of with his, his teeth. teeth. <laughs> working like a, an upper and lower jaw. Like mm-hmm. here's what your baby teeth look like in your mouth. Right. Or a really fun gag would be put them all in your mouth and then go up to him and say, and and then like bump into a wall and then spit them all out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not putting like eight year old teeth in my mouth. Join me in thanking, because we're going to say thanks again to Hooked on Phonics for sponsoring us today. For over 30 years, more than 5 million kids have learned to read using Hooked on Phonics. And now. Hooked on Phonics is proud to introduce its new exciting digital reading program. The award-winning Hooked on Phonics app is highly effective, incredibly fun, and designed for your child by top educators. With more than 200 songs, games, and eBooks that they can read all by themselves, kids will be excited to use the app day after day. With Hooked on Phonics, your child will learn to read. Download the Hooked on Phonics app free from iTunes, Google Play, or Amazon today. Or go to hookedonphonics.com slash car for an I like to call it a Lexclusive offer. That's hookedonphonics.com slash car. <laughs>